when I came in, there was a challenge. The children were not going to school. So there was a school, the school started in the church and at some point the church fell out of cash and now the children were sent out. One of the earth angel called Paloma came to the school, I think, where, where we had, uh, where the school was located was next to the road. So they could pass and see the children struggling. So one day she came in and uh, requested if we can work together, which that is something I had prayed for for a very long time, that somebody would just come and we push this thing because I was uh, getting out. I, I was planning to get out to exit because I was not able to keep the children. They were coming in hungry. Their um, needs were not met. We were not even meeting their needs, their learning needs, because we didn't have the learning materials. In fact, to be specific, we were just accommodating them for the day. It was like a daycare, keeping them for the day. Then in the evening, they go back to their parents. So at some point, when now Paloma came in, we set a meeting and she came with all her team, that is Renee and other friends of hers. And now that is how, where we started. And the problems, the most, uh, the most needy problems were very immense. One, the most particular one at that point was uh, the infrastructure, the classrooms, how we were going to create a bigger space for the children. I think that was their most immediate need. And uh, another challenge was uh, the, the, uh, the sanitation. We only had uh, two, we only had one toilet that would uh, be used by all the 100, over 120 children. And another, because of uh, lack of food at home, they were not consistent in coming to school. They would come, not come, they wouldn't perform because ideally uh, food plays a bigger role in uh, in the mind, the brain construction. So when they are hungry, we were, I think we were struggling to keep the children safe at the school, but I wouldn't call it that we were doing the learning. The learning now started officially when the Earth Angel came in because now they moved us from where we are. It was a very tiny place, very tiny. And uh, from there, they now brought us here. They built the classrooms. They brought in the books, the textbooks. They brought in the learning materials the desks and everything that we needed they sorted us out and even on top of that they have been very instrumental even in paying school fees for some of the girls and uh, some of the very needy students that are coming here and cannot pay they've even supported in even giving food back to the parents and uh, i think that is something that we are very much grateful about and we continue we are not ending there i think the program has a lot in store to happen. We are still planning so much uh, with them uh, on how we can create this thing to be bigger, bigger. Hello, we're back here on the Asian Persuasion Show where we are getting to know our Asian brothers and sisters that live here in the nation of Kenya and what they do and how they have positively impacted our great nation of Kenya. Um, from our last episodes, we are still here with a wonderful lady called Paloma Fernandez. She is the CEO of the Serial Millers Association of Kenya and she is a mother of two beautiful daughters, Kaylee and Georgia and the wife to one very lucky, Ian Fernandez. 
Um, I'd like to welcome you, uh, Paloma, uh, to tell us a little bit about where we are and uh, what have we been doing here, especially with Earth Angels. This is an organization that you started, a charity that you started. Tell us a little bit about the Earth Angels. Okay, uh, thank you very much, Pastor Nigel. Uh, happy to be on the show. Um, the Earth Angels is just actually a very simple concept uh, of wanting to give back to community. Sure. Uh, we're three founders, so okay. there's Rene, Rene Rodriguez, yeah. um, I'm sure you'll get to talk to her a bit later. There yes. is Marion D'Souza mm -hmm. and myself. And it really came from this, this whole thing about us wanting to give back to the community. Our parents were missionaries, our parents were also wow. involved uh, in giving back to society. Yeah. So we really started off pretty small. Did, mm -hmm. uh, did a lot of the Mother Teresa, helped the Mother Teresa homes in Kenya. Wow. And what started off as a simple Christmas party um, yeah. every year, then grew so much because yeah. God blessed us a lot. Um, and he really showed us that we needed to do so much more. Yeah. So apart from helping the Mother Teresa sisters, uh, their homes were in Otiende, um, Kasarani and right. uh, Huruma, mm -hmm. and we started doing their Christmas wish list as well. Wow. There's anything okay. from mattresses, blankets, uh, you know, wheelchairs, mm -hmm. water tanks, anything that they needed, we did that. Yeah. And then after that, we realized the need was still huge mm -hmm. out there. So we started doing simple monthly feeding programs uh, mm -hmm. for about 16 of our homes. Okay. We started doing a lot of, um, you know, donations of exercise books and, and trying to get kids back into school. Sure. And then what happened is one day as, as we were driving through the slums of Gitogoro, yeah. in a little, little, um, like probably the size of one of the smallest classrooms here, we mm -hmm. saw about a hundred children studying wow. in there. Oh my God. It was, so we went in there and had a look at it and it, it shocked us. Wow. And we thought, you know, what can we do? We didn't have that kind of finance. Mm -hmm. But we realized that, you know what, maybe we could also make a difference. And we did a simple structure. We started off with one section of the school. Yes. It was just Mabati and wood. Yeah. But at least, and then we started off with 100 children. We extended to the new section that you see here. Wow. And today we have closed, I think, to 250, 275 children. Yeah. We feed them. We give them porridge in the mornings. We mm -hmm. do lunch for them. Yeah. Uh, and we really, you know, we give them exercise books and, and it became, so education became a very key part of our yes. whole um, goal as the Earth Angels. Our objective wow. was to increase, to ha get more people into school. Wow. Today we have about uh, 20 children that we provide scholarships in primary schools. Oh wow, amazing. Um, and about, say, 12 children in secondary schools that we send to government secondary schools for their education. People yeah. who couldn't afford it otherwise. Okay. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, just wanted to ask about the classes. What, what do we have standard one to standard eight here? Or? Yeah, so it was, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Uh, we started off standard one to standard six. Okay. And as we kept growing, uh, it moved on to standard seven. And now finally, it's as though we've really achieved our goal, we've mm. got standard eight. Wow. And we've got, uh, I think, eight candidates who are ready for their standard eight. So now mm. we feel like we're taking them through the whole cycle. That's amazing. Um, yeah. The children that really excel in standard eight yes. are then sent to, the, the Earth Angels uh, sponsors them to go on to secondary schools. Wow, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. We want to take away a little bit from the school uh, and just turn our eyes to a very dark season globally with regards to the COVID-19 pandemic. And during this time or roundabout, what were the Earth Angels up to at this season? 
<laughs> so it was a very um, strange time for all of us. Um, mm -hmm. And I think as the Earth Angels, we realized there was there was this the normal need of just giving people. A lot of people lost their jobs. Yes. Um, and so what we felt in the slums and working with a lot of the people that we do, uh, our people on the ground, they told us that a lot of families didn't even have meals for the day. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we started off by doing uh, 250 hampers. Yeah. And those food hampers would last the family a month. Wow. From 250 people, we actually went up, I think we did close to 2,000 hampers for families in Gitogoro alone. Uh -huh. um, with, after we did that, then we realized there was a need, so we kept doing, we kept working with different people around the country. We mm. did uh, Nyakach uh, mm -hmm. in, in Kisumu, we did Nyatike, the same sort of concepts of, yeah. of hampers. Yeah. Uh, we also worked with uh, Pamoja CSR, which is a team in Mombasa that also does this. Also, yeah. so, uh, they also do a lot of work, so we did the whole Lamu areas. Yeah. Well, one of the most interesting things we did mm. during the COVID pandemic mm. is we realized that farmers didn't have access to markets. Yeah. So there was a cessation of movement. You couldn't get your produce out. Right. The produce was rotting on the fields and yet there were people, your, hungry, your neighbors were hungry. Yeah. So what we did then is we decided to buy all that the farmers had. Okay. So in Kilifi County, Kwale County, Tana River, yes. we bought cassava. Yeah. 5,000 kilos of cassava wow. from each area. We bought coconuts, over yeah. two, 3,000 coconuts. Yeah. We bought mangoes. And then we, we actually bought it from the farmers and got the, the, the county officials to distribute it to the vulnerable. Oh, wow. So we kind of gave the farmers some sort of incentive to grow again. Correct. And yes. they had, they, they didn't, the products didn't rot. Yes. And then we supplemented it with maize flour and wheat flour and oil. Wow. So it, it helped them during the pandemic. Wow. I think we would have reached over 4,000 families uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in these areas of Kilifi, Kwale, Mm -hmm. and Tana River. Yeah. yeah. And so this has had uh, a lot to do with your Christian expression of faith. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I see in scripture where, where God says in the Bible that, you know, how can you claim to love um, God whom you have not seen and yet not love uh, your fellow men who, whom you do see and are made in his image and likeness. Uh, Mother Teresa was one of the biggest champions of that message, really living out the gospel through acts of kindness. And, and she is a major influencer of the Earth Angels in, in, in the expression of love and, and care that you guys have. Could you tell us a little bit about that? So definitely, I mean, my inspiration at the Earth Angels has always been Mother Teresa mm -hmm. and her ability to work with the poor of the poorest. Yeah. Um, and you know, the fact that she said, because we were always feeling overwhelmed, there's so many people we need to help. What do we do? And her simple strategy was you help one person at a time. Yeah. Don't worry about the rest. It's mm. like that ripple effect. When you help one person, it kind of just ripples and wow. you're helping more and more people. Wow. So she truly has inspired us. Mm -hmm. We really try to work with the poorest of the poor. We have a special uh, affiliation with those who are also mentally, physically uh, challenged as mm -hmm. well. We mm -hmm. work a lot with them. Yeah. Um, and of course, just working with those who are totally vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. And your influence with the uh, the the, mill, the Serial Millers Association, um, you said that that also helped in that COVID uh, pandemic where you supplemented the maize and, and all yes. that. Yes, I mean a lot of our, our members of the Serial Millers Association did did help us with you know giving us a lot of food stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of our donors for Earth Angels come. A lot of them come from the Asian community actually. Wow. 
Wow. Uh, majority of our donors come from, from the Asian community and wow. they have really kept us afloat and kept us going. Amazing. Um, their support has been tremendous. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paloma. Thank mm. you. I really appreciate that. You're Would love to have some time with uh, maybe one of the other Earth Angels. Yes. And just kind of hear from them and also um, just, just um, get to know them and hear uh, that expression of love through another person. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That was a wonderful time and interview that we had with Paloma Fernandez. And uh, now we are joined with, uh, with Renee. Uh, please, Renee, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself as one of the Earth Angels. Well, I was born in Nakuru, mm -hmm. born and bred in Nakuru with the local community around us. Mm -hmm. um, so I lived amongst uh, the local community a lot. My uh, neighbors, friends who are mostly mm -hmm close to the slum area, yeah. I would say, Bondeni. Okay. <laughs> so we would, r that's where I learned mm. to have a giving heart, mm -hmm. an open and giving heart. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my background. Yeah. Moved to Nairobi mm -hmm. and um, studied here a bit and yeah. then started working. Yeah. You and Paloma have been buddies for a long, long time, I imagine. Forever. Yeah. So you, yeah. Paloma and Marion, are the founders of the Earth Angels. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about what does being an Earth Angel mean? Can, can, can anyone be an Earth Angel? Can I be an Earth Angel? <laughs> okay, so I've always been drawn to the angelic realms. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I came up with this name um, mm. with Earth Angels mm -hmm. because we, I always believe there's an angel standing behind your back. Wow. Protection. Guardian angel. Uh, yeah. yeah, guardian angel. Yeah. So just like that, mm -hmm. us being on earth, mm -hmm. we can also be angels. Yeah. And um, that's how the name came up, yeah. Earth Angel. So yes, everybody can be an angel. Yeah. And mm. uh, this particular school mm. that, that, that we're at, where are we again? At St. Stephen's. St. Stephen's, yeah in Githongoro slum. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your heart for this place, for this community that, that's here and now. So um, when we were out there, I used to work for a drug and alcohol rehab center. Mm -hmm. So when I was um, working with uh, so doing social work, working mm -hmm. with drug and alcohol, yeah, yeah. rehab students, yeah. um, street children and yes. in the slums. Sure. We'd go around looking, I meet, get in touch with a lot of NGOs, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, communities. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the communities that when we were walking around, mm -hmm. uh, we found Ruth in a very small mm -hmm. compound somewhere okay. around okay. Gidangoro and that she exp expressed her distress of how she was running the the, yeah. Yeah. the school and she was being kicked out of the place that she was in the small land mm -hmm. she couldn't afford to pay rent she mm -hmm. couldn't afford the the land anymore mm -hmm. and we we decided to see how to help put our heads together yes. and they she, we we put her to task to look for a place mm -hmm. a, a land and we will yeah. see how to to help from there so okay. she found the place and we started to help her build up yeah so for a long time 
this has been like you know seeing it from a seed growing yes. and it's now reached standard eight um, seeing the children yeah. happy yeah. and you know what was worse was mm. seeing Ruth told us the story of how the kids w would not have a meal mm. 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 that come to school hungry they yeah. don't have food at mm. home no food mm. at, during mm. the day so they can't even learn yeah they don't have that um, concentration they are hungry they are tired yes, yes. Um, so we thought of coming up with a feeding mm. program oh, wow. for them yeah. and we started an uji feeding program it started with uji mm. and then went mm. up to lunch yeah as uh, donations came in wow. and we work with a lot of um, asian foundations that mm -hmm. that help to provide books mm. um, mm. uji mm. you know not just for this school but right. also for other schools oh, around wow. yeah wow. that's wonderful renee thank you so so very much for for making the time to be with us oh, here you're today most welcome.